1: It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pre-game coverage in Mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Donkin and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pre-game coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmer's Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Haslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout, as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth.
2: For the first time this season, the Regans have hit the road and worked to build off last night's extra inning win over Clarinda at home. My name is Ben Schmitt, and I'm bringing you the broadcast today on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks for being with us. We've got a good one as the Renegades look to move to two and three on the season. We're going to start a little bit early today. It's not too long of a pregame show. Umpires just arrived at the ballpark, and we're for some potential for some rain in the forecast here today, and with 14 innings we've got to get in. We are going to get this thing underway as soon as possible. So with a little time to spare, let me get you the starting lineup for today's two ball clubs the Jefferson City Renegades at 1-2 on the season versus the Carroll Merchants at 3-0. Oh. We'll start with the visiting Renegades. Leading off for Jefferson City in center field is Ty Wilmsmeyer. He'll be followed by the shortstop, Colby Olt, and then Ross Lovich in right field, batting third. In the cleanup spot is Colton Doyle at second base. Carter Mize follows him playing first, and then Brendan Perkins in the sixth spot in left field. Catching for the Renegades, batting seventh is Joe Horschler. Eighth spot is Colin Treves at third base and batting ninth to round Round out the lineup is Hunter Sherman at the designated hitter spot. And starting pitching for today for Jefferson City will be Braden Maltby on the mound. Let's turn it over for the home Carroll Merchants. Leading off for them at second base is Jordan Matthewson. Batting second is Caleb Freeman, the catcher, and Garrett Freeman will be the third baseman for the Merchants today. In the cleanup role is Andrew Schroeder, the shortstop. Danny Schweitzer will bat fifth and play left field. Hunter Reed at third base, bat six. Michael Alt bat seventh in center. Parker Ingram, the designated hitter, in the eighth spot. And around round out the lineup is Kyle Berg in right field, the number nine hitter. And on the mound today for the Merchants will be Ryan Riddle. So now that you have the two starting lineups, let's preview a little bit of these two teams before we get close to the first pitch. Jefferson City did not hold a lead until last night, and and, and then. Got really got cooking with gas once they were able to have a big four-run inning. When they were originally down 5-2, to two, they hit the four-run inning to eventually send it to extra innings, and then after a couple scoreless extra innings, get the walk-off single to win the game. But it's going to be a tall task someday against the Carroll Merchants, the 3-0 and Carroll Merchants, with a couple big victories in season one, a five-and-a-half-hour marathon just a couple nights ago on May 31st, where they won six 15 to 15 over the Chillicothe Mudcats. So a really tall task today for the Jefferson City Renegades. But if they are able to come out of this doubleheader with the sweep, they could move over 500 on the season, or even move to 500 with just a win here in this first game. So, umpires and head coaches are currently exchanging lineup cards at home plate. They've just shook hands and headed back to the dugout, which means it's just about time for the National Anthem. So, as we get closer to that National Anthem, just a few minutes before first pitch, I'm going to send it to break, and we'll be back here in just a moment for the start of Renegades Baseball. Make sure to stay with us on the Show Me Sports Network. We've got 14 innings to play today. Let's play two. We'll be back in just a moment for first pitch.
3: of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45 day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company A call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com.
4: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood
5: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers Kinder Prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder Prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983.
0: your
6: last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hossloglandscape.com.
7: to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
8: The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference.
9: Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place.
8: Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today.
10: Take a walk, baby!
11: Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, Plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one to one hundred or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to write Moex, Doc, and Norm Direct.
2: All right. Let's play some baseball, shall we? First pitch has just been thrown. We are back after the national anthem and the lineup introductions. And let's get ready to play, too, as The Carroll City Merchants have just taken, excuse me, the Carroll Merchants, got confused with Carroll and Jefferson City there, but the Carroll Merchants have taken the field, and let's give a quick preview for the starting pitch for the Merchants. Ryan Riddle, right-hander, comes from Briarcliff University and hails from Omaha and is making the start today for the Merchants. Do up for the Jefferson City Renegades this inning will be Ty Wilmsmeyer, Colby Olt and Roslovich, the first three in Colton Doyle to follow if one reaches. Like I said in the pregame show, Jefferson City get their first win last night in what was a long one. It went to twelve innings where they eventually got the seven to six win. Jefferson City actually trailed five two at one point in that one before scoring four runs, take a six five lead, and went into extras tied at six apiece. And after a couple scoreless, and what was early a back and forth ball game. Pitching really settled in, and after a couple scoreless innings, Jefferson City was able to get the walk-off single for the victory with two outs in the 12th inning. So clutch hit there to win the game, and Jefferson City was able to grab their first win of the season in their last game of the homestand. That opened their season way back in Jefferson City. We're just about ready to go as Riddle continues to toss his warm-up pitches. Once again, I'm Ben Schmidt. Thank you for joining me today on the Show Me Sports Network. And let me remind everyone, go riding with Doc and Norm Direct in mid Leader in premier group travel. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades. It's how we got here today to Carroll. It's how we're getting to Des Moines tomorrow. They get us to our old game safely, efficiently, and in style. So to book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573 256 1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. We're just about ready to go. Last warm up pitch has just been tossed. And stepping now into the batter's box will be Time Wilmsmeyer. Let's play some baseball. As you can see, the PA announcer in the background, he's ready to go. It's a really good crowd on hand here today at Merchants Park. Pretty much all the stands to my left and right are filled with blue for the merchants colors merchants today wearing a blue jerseys with white pants while Jefferson City wears a similar uniform also blue and navy blue with gray road pants as we are ready to go first pitch is called a strike on the outside corner good location there from Riddle and he moves ahead of Wilmsmeyer 0 and 1 was a pretty nice frame draw there by Freeman the catcher for for the merchants it was definitely a borderline pitch but a good pitch regardless that one on the way is outside. Tried to hit a similar spot there. Freeman was not able to catch it, but even if he does, that one was off the plate. And that will even it up at 1-1 one and one the count. Holmesmeyer, Jefferson City's leadoff hitter, looking to get something started early in this one. Back on the mound is Riddle. He looks in and will bring it home. That's a swing and a miss for strike two. He's going to a very similar spot with all three pitches to begin this ballgame. Trying to hit that outside corner with, I believe, what's been the fastball first two, Wilmsmeyer took that one he swung through and now he's down one and two, pitch on the way is grounded up the middle ring to his right, pick and a long throw over, first is not going to be in time, it was grounded to second, Matthewson almost made a great pick and a long throw over to first base but Wilmsmeyer with the speed barely beats it out, that'll be an infield single would have been an incredible defensive play by Matthewson had he made it. But Wilmsmeyer just moving too quick up the line. Probably beat that one by about a step. And will reach with a single to lead off this ballgame. So Jefferson City has got something going here. We'll see if they can bring that leadoff hitter around as Colby Olt, the shortstop, steps in. Now pitching from the stretch will be Riddle. Wilmsmeyer takes his lead from first. That one is outside. is another, another ball to start this count to Colby Olt. Old the shortstop for the Renegades from Fe- Festus, Missouri, five ten. Now back into the batter's box as Freeman goes down into the crouch. Pretty long look in on this pitch, and then a quick glance over to first checks Wilmsmeyer. Wilmsmeyer leaning a little bit, kick and deal. He's not going. They're going to try and pick him off at first. Throw gets away into right field. Wilmsmeyer is going to get up and go to second, and he will have that one standing up errant pickoff throw. And that one went into right field off the glove of first baseman for, for the Merchants. And that allows Willensmeyer to go up to second base. And now a 2-0 count with a runner in scoring position with no one out. Golden opportunity here for Jefferson City to start this ball game as the Freeman to Freeman connection for the Merchants. Of Caleb Freeman the catcher to Garrett Freeman the first baseman. Could not find it there and an error. But will he do a runner in scoring position for the Renegades? 2-0 count on Olt. We'll see if he has the red light here. Or is is he giving the okay to swing? Pitch is high and outside. That one's a ball and quickly 3-0 to the second batter of this ball game for the visiting Jefferson City Renegades. Merchants looking to stay undefeated. Move to 4-0. As we will be playing seven innings here today in what is a doubleheader. Back into the batter's box. Long look in once again. Quick look back to second base of Wilmsmeyer. And now the 3-0 is... College strike. That one hit the bottom inside corner just at about the knees of Olt. Didn't really look like he was ever going to swing the bat there. 3-0. Nobody out on the top of the first inning. And is still very much ahead in this count. 3-1 as he faces Riddle. Riddle has figured out what pitch he is going to bring home. Brings the left leg up and delivers. That one is high and inside. That's ball four. And Oat will trot down to first. First two have reached for the Renegades. I now one of the big guys I'm coming up, Ross Lovich. The University of Missouri product. Bats from the left side and has a chance to do some major damage here to start this ball game. As a f- first inning single and a base on balls has things going for the Renegades. Like I said, we're not playing leading baseball for those first two games. Had the lead 2-1 and then 6-5 at various points last night before taking the only lead that matters, the walk-off, 1-7-6. They'll try and get a lead here to begin this ballgame early. Lobich swings, lines that went out to left field. Going back is left fielder Schweitzer. He's got it, and he makes the catch. Moved back to his left as it kind of curled towards the left field line. Didn't look like he had to put too much of a sprint into that one to get under it. Runners do not advance as it was not that deeply hit. And Lovich on the first pitch of his at-bat after the first two reach, will fly out. So still first and second with one out here in the top of the first inning. And now stepping in for the Renegades will be Colton Doyle, the second baseman, looking to at the very least maybe advance these runners to give the Renegades two in scoring position. Maybe if Lovich hits that one to right field, you at least see the runner on second and Wilmsmeyer move to third. But if he tried to tag up there, it would have been an easy out for the merchants at third. Woundsmeyer doing a lot of dancing off second base. First pitch is called strike on the outside corner. Beautiful location on that one. Doyle, number 17, playing second base today for the Renegades. Big hole on the right side of the infield. Is the second baseman, Matthewson is playing just a little bit off second base. So if Doyle could punch one in between first and second, a lot of room to work with. That one misses low on a way, even up 1-1, especially with a pitcher like Riddle, who has made a very visible effort to try and hit that outside corner right-handed batters. If a right-handed hitter like Doyle was able to just take that pitch and shoot it out to right field, I mean, first baseman Freeman for the Merchants has to stay at least somewhat close to first base so Olt can't get a giant lead. Same thing with Matthewson keeping Wilmsmeyer close to second, so a ton of room to work with. We'll see if Doyle can go opposite way and potentially score the Renegades the first run. 1-1 pitch. Runners are going. Wilmsmeyer is going to get into third. Throw goes into left field and Wilmsmeyer is going to trot on home for the first run of the ball game. He had that bag stolen easily and once that throw sailed into left field, Wilmsmeyer was able to jog on home and get in standing on the play. Olt also moves to second. And just like that, one out, out of the top of the first inning, the Jefferson City Renegades has the lead. So that will be a stolen base and an error on the catcher Freeman, which allows Wilsmeyer to come all the way around and score the first run of the ball game. And in the process, also moves the count to 2-1 and one on Doyle. Now dancing off second is Olt, another runner in scoring position. Brings the pitch, check swing, I think it would have been a call strike anyway. And now even things up at 2-2 two and two to the cleanup hitter for the Renegades. Just Joining us, I'm Ben Schmidt with the Show Me Sports Network. We've got a road game, the first of the season for the Renegades. If they have traveled to Merchants Park to take on the Carroll Merchants, lead this thing one and nothing, one out and at the top of the first inning. We did get underway just a little bit early due to some potential impending weather. This pitch is fouled up. Looks like Freeman's got a play at first. He runs over and makes the catch. Bluff tag at second by Old. He'll retreat back. It was a really nice running play by the first baseman Freeman for the Merchants. He moved to his left and back a little bit and then reached out with the left hand to make the catch as that will be a pop-out to the first baseman for Colton Doyle and the second out of the inning. Like I said, Old left like he was going to try and tag the third. Would have been a long throw, but probably a good idea to stay put there at second base. And that will leave us at two outs with a runner on second base for Carter Mize, the first baseman. Bats from the left side and steps in looking to do some two-out damage and potentially double this lead from 1-0 to 2-0. Long hold at the belt. Riddle now has got it, and he's going to fake and turn to second. But there was nobody covering the bag, so thankfully for him, he did not throw that ball. Because otherwise that would have been directly into center field, and Olt would have easily taken third base. Straight up defense for the merchants with two outs. Here's the first pitch. Swung and popped up in the air. Shortstop. Schroeder is calling for it, and he has made the catch to end the inning. Renegades will leave the runner at second base, but regardless, they score a run on the stolen base and the throwing error by the catcher. So we'll head to the bottom of the first inning. Merchants come to the plate, but the Renegades lead 1-0. Stay with us on the Show Me Sports Network.
12: Field having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers.
13: Bum, Underwritten by farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
14: 5300, or look them up online at CenturionCares.com. Centurion Cares Innovative Communication Solutions.
2: We are back for the bottom of the first inning here at Merchants Park in Carroll, Iowa. Thanks for listening with us this afternoon as the Renegades will play two today. Two double two doubleheaders actually in the next two days. They've got two this afternoon and evening here in Carroll and then two more tomorrow as they take on Des Moines. Starting on the bump today will be Braden Malby, right-handed for the Jefferson City Renegades. He is on the hill tossing his warm-up pitches, getting ready to go as he's been given a one nothing lead to work with. Maltby from Columbia, Missouri, holds at five eleven. Number wearing number eleven today, as he has just finished his warm-up pitches, and we are just about ready to go. off will lead it off for the Merchants today. Bats from the left side, plays second base. Almost made a really nice play there in the top of the first inning, ranging to his right, making a long throw to first. Thankfully for the Renegades, Wilmsmeyer was able to beat it out, but some of the other batters, that's that's an incredible out there by Mathewson. Regardless, he takes outside one another count. Murchis have played in some high run scoring games so far. As Even though we're very early into the season, like I said, take strike there to even up one-on-one. Don't think he liked that call. Kind of turned out of the batter's box. Dropped head a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't know where that one missed, but I don't think Mathewson really liked it. Regardless, it's now even one and one. Back on the bump and bringing it home. That one will miss outside. Horzler tried to frame that one and pull it back to the outside corner, the left side of the plate with the left-handed batter, Mathewson, but could not get the call. Maltby working pretty quickly here to the first batter of the game. That one is fouled off to the right side. And out of play to even things up two and two. That pitch was definitely moving inside on Mathewson. Kind of jammed him there. Definitely out in front. But even if he's on time with that one, I don't think Mathewson does anything else but put that one on the ground right at either the second baseman or the first baseman for so the Renegades. So good pitch location there. We'll see if he be able to get the out here 2-2. This one is grounded to the shortstop, making the long throw over to first. And time is O for the Renegades. O throws over to Mize. Picked that one clean on one hop and then threw it over to get the first out of the ball game. As Maltby is off and running here. Unlike the top of the first inning, the first batter of this one will not reach for the Carroll Merchants as one up, one down. And that'll bring up Caleb Freeman. One of the two back-to-back Freemans batting for this Merchant Ball Club as Garrett Freeman is on deck, the first baseman. First will have to go through Caleb, the switch hitting catcher. Bats number two for this merchant squad. The kick in the fire. That one's a called strike to the left-handed batting catcher. Bats left in the box this time. We'll see if the if the uh, renegades bring in a righty later. Obviously, we'll see him from the right side. Quickly, Malpe has got it. Got the sign in. Brings it home. That one was low. No chance to frame that one for a strike. And that'll even things up at one and one apiece. Despite having no one on, it appears that Maltby is pretty much working from the stretch as Freeman will call time, readjust the helmet, readjust his grip on the bat, and now he has moved it back into the batter's box for the incoming 1-1 pitch. Here it comes. That one is a call strike That one did grab the low-and-away outside corner. No, it's barely into to this one, but through the first batter or so, Mompey looks to be hitting his spots. We'll see if he can continue to do that. 1-2 pitch on the way. Swung on, and I believe he got a piece of that. Yep, he did. Fouled back towards the Renegades dugout, and that'll keep things at 1-2. Once again, we'll do it here in just a moment. It was hard to tell at very first. I thought for a second he might have just swung and missed and it got past the catcher, but did get a piece of that one, send it off to the left side. And we'll stay locked here at 1-2 and two with one out on the top of the first inning. Brings this one home. Is grounded once again foul. That was another one just like earlier in the bat, where Malpy brought it inside and Freeman was out in front of it. Just grounded over to the right side in foul territory right over by the first base coach for the merchants. So for the third straight pitch we'll do it at 1-2. and Malpy looking to retire the second batter in a row to lead off this ball game. He's got it, and here it is. That one low and away, bounced in the dirt. Good block there by the catcher Herschler for the Renegades, and that will even things up at 2-2. Two and two. Freeman waves the bat over his left shoulder and waits on the 2-2 delivery. Here it comes. Once again, outside. Back-to-back times. He was trying to get to that outside corner once again. First one landed in the dirt. That one was high and away. Definitely an off-speed pitch with that one, but could not get it to sweep back across the plate for what would have been strike three. So now from one and two to three and two. Potential here for a really nice bad bat for Freeman if he could either work a walk here or hit. And now on bounces in the dirt, that'll be ball four as the merchants have their first base runner of the game. Really nice at bat. Give Caleb Freeman some credit there. Turn on some tough pitches inside to stay alive in the count, and then once Maltby tried to work that outside corner, just could not find the spots. Missed in the dirt a couple times, missed outside one time. And that allowed Freeman, the first of the two Freemans, hitting back-to-back to go down to first base with a walk. So Garrett Freeman, the first baseman batting from the right side, will step in as I circle base on balls in my scorebook here. First pitch to Garrett Freeman is outside. Ball one. Looked like the fastball there. Not a huge lead at first base. As Mize holds the runner on. Swing and a miss on the uh, 1-0 pitch. Was out in front of that one. Evens this one up at one ball, one strike apiece. Really nice day for baseball, if we can stay away from that rain. Right now we do got some light wind going. Pitch is high, doesn't get the call there, and that'll make things 2-1. But definitely some clouds out behind the left, left, right, center field wall. But sun is certainly peeking through. And now we can just hope that the rain doesn't move in. 2-1 pitch as Freeman takes the lead. That one is low and inside. So after for that first batter and then the start of that bat to Caleb Freeman Malpy was really hitting his spots and now just can't seem to find it When he issued that walk after falling after getting ahead one and two to the last batter Couldn't land the off speed and now here just missing Lois hole check the runner at first light toss over no chance to get him there Freeman actually dove back into first base when he probably could have crawled back in there at the rate that that throw came over. But regardless, a little bit bigger lead now. Don't expect him to run. This time a real throw over to first base, dives back in there safely. First pickoff attempt was kind of just a light toss over. That one was a an actual attempt to get the runner. But diving back in was Freeman. I'll tell you what, the merchants don't make it easy on just batting the two Freemans back to back. Got Freeman in the box and Freeman at first. Pitch on the way. is swung on and hit high in the air on the infield. Going out is Mize and Doyle. Doyle calls it and he makes the catch for the second out of the inning. So after falling behind 3-1 and to the first baseman, gets him to pop out to the second baseman and now has the second out of the inning. And that'll bring us to Andrew Schroeder, the shortstop, number 6 batting for the Merchants. After just a few seconds, into the box now is Schroeder. Once again, not a huge lead at first base for Freeman. First pitch is a called strike on the inside corner. Really nice location on that one. Certainly looked like the fastball at the knees and on the inside corner. Mize holds the runner at first, standing right on top of the first base bag. Pitch on the way is swung on a miss way out in front of the off-speed there. And through two pitches, Maltby is all over Andrew Schroeder. One with the fastball for a called strike to open this at bat. And then with the off-speed stuff right there and way out in front with Schroeder. We'll see if he can finish him off here up 0-2. Two outs in the bottom of the first inning. Renegades have one hit. Merchants have none. This pitch will come in and hit him on the arm. So after working ahead 0-2, tried to bury one inside once again and just did not have the movement that he wanted Schroeder gets to first base the hard way, takes one off. I believe it was the arm, might have got him on the elbow. But regardless, now a runner moves up into scoring position on a walk and a hit-by-pitch. Still two outs, though. So Danny Schweitzer, the left fielder, will step into the box with a chance to knot this one. At one apiece, or if he can send one out into one of those left or right center field gaps. Maybe give the merchants a lead. First pitch on the way. At the knees, called strike on the fastball. Was not nipping the corners with that one. That one was was definitely more down the middle, but right at the knees. Back on the mound. Looks in for the sign, and now Maltby, ready, brings home the 0-1. This one is not going to be a called strike. That one was low and inside. Harcher actually could not handle that one. Dropped out of his glove. I don't think it would have been a called strike anyway. That'll even things up at one apiece. Back into the batter's box. And he'll pick up the leg and turn and fake throw to second base. Maltby did. No one was covering the bag. as with two outs here. They play straight up defense. Mize plays a little bit behind the runner at first base, not on the first base bag, but kind of even with him. So, with the right-handed batter, you figure he's not going to shoot one down that right field line. Pitch on the way here is swung on, hit in the air, out down the right field line, moving over to make the catch. Is catches it, running in stride, in foul ground, and that will end the inning. No hits for the Carroll Merchants, but they do get two base runners on a base on balls and a hit by pitch. But Maltby is able to work around the two base runners and keep things scoreless. So with that, we'll head to the second inning. one nothing. our score. Stay with us between Jeff City and Carroll.
13: .com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon
10: Cartier. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer, you're a parent, you're a neighbor.
2: We are back here on the Show Me Sports Network for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball between the Jefferson City Renegades and the Carroll Merchants. Thanks for listening in with us today. Renegades look to move to 2-2 two and two on the season. Started 0-2 before grabbing that win last night. And now I have a chance to even things up if they can take game one of today's doubleheader. We're playing two today, two seven-inning games as we are ready to go for the top of the second inning. Fielder, number 23, Brendan Perkins. Oh, Leading it off for the Renegades will be Brendan Brennan Perkins, the left fielder. Waits on the first pitch. That one is outside. Freeman caught that one just off the, the right side of the plate and basically dragged his glove all the way across back onto the corner. Umpire wasn't falling for it, though. So I want to know the count on Perkins. That one misses down our way in the dirt, not even close there. And then will make things 2-0. Renegade scoring in the top of the first inning after Ty Wilmsmeyer led things off with an infield single, moved to second, and then stole third and came home on a throw into left field on that same stolen base attempt. Pitch here is once again outside, can't find that corner of the zone. Riddle, in all three pitches, tried to grab that outside corner and catch Perkins looking. Hasn't been able to do it. So now 3-0 and all the counts. We'll see if he has the green light here. He does not. Takes a strike there. Same location for all four pitches to skip. That one was able to find the zone. So that'll make things 3-1 and one for the Renegades left fielder. His first at-bat of the day. That one is outside ball four. Could it nab the corner there. As Perkins chucks... The left arm protection all the way over near the dugout after getting halfway to first. And he'll take his walk to lead off this inning. Perkins draws a lot, puts
8: it safely at first, brings up the catcher, number
2: 15, Joe Herchler. So that bring up Joe Hertzler, the catcher for the Renegades. Stands in for his first at bat of the ballgame. Perkins, a very short lead over at first base, not getting off the bag much at all. Brings it home, that one is outside. So five of the first six pitches this inning, four balls. And the one called strike just grabbed that outside corner. So we'll see if Riddle is able to lock back in. Did give up the one run of the first inning, but it was thanks to a couple of errors. So not a whole lot you can do about that one. That one is outside once again, moves to 2-0. and And after the loss of control here to start this inning, Freeman is going to go out and try and settle his pitcher down. Doesn't look like a big threat for Perkins to run over at first base. Has not gotten very big leads so far on the first two pitches of this at bat. But you would have to think with having throwing six balls and only one strike this inning that they would have the red light up on Hortzler up until he's able to maybe even maybe even throw two strikes. We'll see. But that's also why I'm not the manager. I don't get to make those calls. Back into the batter's box now is Hortzler. Freeman back into his crouch. Quick glance over to first by Riddle. Sets at the belt. Kicks the left leg and brings it home. That one is a called strike. Good location there at the knees and a little bit on the outside corner. And is back into this one at 2-1. and one. We're in the top of the second inning here at Merchants Park. Pitch on the way. That one's once again a called strike. Almost the same location. Maybe a little bit higher up in the zone. But once again called strike on that outside corner. That's really been the only spot they've been going. Two right-handed Renegades hitters here to lead off this inning. And now a two-strike count for Herschel to de- deal with. Here comes the pitch. Swing and a miss in the dirt. Starts trotting down to first until he realizes he cannot with a runner on first base. And it certainly seemed like that walk out to the mound worked because coming back with three straight strikes was riddle. And gets the strikeout of the Renegades catcher. So that'll be a strikeout. The first of the ball game. Strikeout swinging. So then I'll bring up Colin Shreves. Shreves playing third base today. Stands in. That one just off the outside corner. And that'll make things 1-0. and oh, The third straight ball to start a batter here to begin this inning. short lead over at first base by Horsler and now brings home the pitch this one is grounded in the hole and that'll get into left field for a base hit found the perfect spot there in between Reed and Schroeder the third baseman and shortstop for the merchants and a ground ball gets into left field for Shreves and that'll move a runner into scoring position for the Renegades not a hard hit ball took a couple of bounces before he even got into the dirt But it was hit in just about the perfect spot. Nothing that they could do, especially... Looks like they have the third baseman Reed playing a little bit closer to the third base bag with all these right-handers up. And now first and second with only one out here as a light rain has just started to fall. Nothing heavy yet. We'll see if it impacts control of either of these pitchers. That one's a called strike to begin this at-bat. Sherman, the designated hitter today for the Renegades' Hunter Sherman... Betting in the ninth spot. See if he can get something going here to turn it back over to the top of the lineup. Renegades already up 1-0 in this one. They've got two hits so far, four outs into this ballgame. This one is a called strike. Good location there. Merchants play with Matthewson shading near second base and Freeman playing behind the runner, not on the bag, but pretty much even with the runner over at first. Riddle picked up the leg there and then brought it back down, turning back to second base. No throw, though. Perkins was able to get back into the bag. No balls, two strikes. Brings home the pitch, swing, and a miss. That'll be strike three on the designated here for the Renegades. So even with the two runners on this inning, two strikeouts the first two of the ballgame for Riddle. So certainly still find a little bit of control. I think the rain has stopped. So it was a very quick, very quick downfall there. Renegades had to deal with rain off and on all throughout their home game last night. The final was a three-game homestand. And now we'll turn it over to the back of the lineup for Ty Wilmsmeyer, who legged out an infield single to lead off this ballgame, stole second, and then came around to score. This one is line foul over our heads. Excuse me, he didn't steal second, but he stole third. And on the steal of third, the throw went into left field, so Wilmsmeyer was able to trot home, has a chance to be a part of the second Raven-Moore Renegades run of the game if he can line one. Into one of those gaps right here. Or even just get on base and keep the line moving. Crowd continues to fill up here at Merchants Park. A really nice crowd on hand today. We'll see if they stick around for both legs of this doubleheader. 0-1 pitch on the way. It's hit. Once again, same spot. Foul off to the right side over all of us. As that'll send the crowd of kids into a frenzy over trying to retrieve that that foul ball. So that'll make it 0-2 on the Renegades leadoff hitter. Woman's Matter of the University of Missouri product. Back into the batter's box now. Freeman gives a couple different signs to Riddle. Riddle's now got one that he likes. Setting high and outside. This one is swung on and fouled off the net on the right side. And we'll do it again here at 0-2. Visible effort there by the catcher Freeman. Almost shaking his gloves saying, get this one high and outside and we'll see if he can swing through it. But... Wonsmire was not going to Wonsmire waving the bat out towards the pitcher now puts it on his left excuse me right shoulders so he waits for the pitch really long look in by Riddle and now he's got what he likes runners take their leads at first and second and here's the O2 on the way That one outside nice block there by Freeman is it landed in the left-handed hitter's batter's box in the dirt. He was able to slide over and block the one otherwise. Both runners could have potentially moved up and that will be the first ball in the count at one and two. Certainly seems like the pace has slowed down for Riddle, even just a little bit. Now he's got one he likes. One and two on the way. Swing, line out to left field. That one's going to get down for a base hit. They're going to wave around the runner. He's going to come home without a throw. Scoring on the play is Perkins. Shreves moves up to second base and Wilmsmeyer has now been a part of both Renegade's runs on this one. Delivers the RBI single to left field and that one was hit hard enough to get over the shortstop but not hard enough to get out to the left fielder very quickly and by the time he got that ball... Perkins was already around third base and on his way home was able to score standing without a throw and the Renegades have doubled their lead from one to nothing two, two to 2-0 and a chance for more damage here as Olt will step in. Also reached in the first inning on a walk moved up to second base and was left stranded there to close things out. First pitch coming is just off the outside corner and that'll be ball one. Both runners take their leads. Not really holding them on, the merchants aren't. Freeman plays directly behind the runner, Wilmsmeyer at first. Now Matthewson fakes towards the bag and then goes back to second. This one's a call strike on the outside corner, even things up at one and one. Some good offense here for the Renegades through the first. their first five outs. Already got three hits and a couple other base runners via the walk, they've got two of them so far and have a chance to add to this 2-0 lead. Olt waves the bat over his right shoulder, waits on the 1-1 pitch, and it's not going to come here as Riddle lifted the leg and then looked back towards second base, making a pretty big effort here to not let Trees get a very big lead. Maybe he'd be tempted here after the... The already, the throwing error on the, the, the steal attempt back in the first inning, maybe be tempted to, to, to send him again here and see if he can get something cooking. His pitch is swung on and missed out in front of it. Was old, and that'll bring the count to 1-2. and two. Now, once again, a strike away from getting out of this inning is Riddle. We'll see how deep they let him go into this ballgame. Just seven innings here. Has had traffic in both innings so far, but just the two runs. One of them coming home on a throwing error, and the other on a Ty Wilmsmeyer RBI single just a ago. Here comes the 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. It is hung on to by the catcher, and that is strike three to end the inning. But the Renegades are able to double their lead with a run thanks to Ty Wilmsmeyer, and that will send us to break. Stay with us as we'll head to the bottom of the second inning on the Show Me Sports Network.
3: Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company, a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com.
0: Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you?
2: Welcome back to Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. We head to the bottom of the second inning. Renegades currently lead this one two to nothing. And I'll tell you what, folks, merchants here know how to do some in-between inning entertainment. Throwing out Skittles, just had a kid go on the field to throw, throw through a hole to th- win some free Culver's ice cream. A lot of fun here at the ballpark. Really nice crowd on hand. Is Honestly, when I look to my left and my right the stands, there's really not, a, really not an open seat in this house. So a lot on here to take on this first game of the doubleheader is back out on the mound is Malpy worked around a couple base runners in the first inning with a walk and a hit by pitch, but did not give up a run. First pitch of the inning of the year is a called strike. Lead off bat in the second, is Hunter Reed, the third baseman, bats from the right side. The wind and the deal is swung on line out to right field. That one is down for a leadoff single, the first hit of the ball game. He's actually going to turn to go to second as the ball got by Lovich and Wright, and he's going to make it in standing as that will almost surely be a single and an error. They put the error up on the scoreboard for the Renegades. That one was lined out to right field. Lovich was trotting over to get it, and I think it just got by his glove. And that was enough to have Reed trot all the way up to second base, and that will turn into a leadoff runner in scoring position for the home merchants. We'll see if Alt's able to bring him in or at least move him over to third. That's with a wide open stance. Right leg almost on the line of the batter's box. He's going to bunt here and get it down a good one. Over to get it is the pitcher. Long throw to first and unable to make the catch over at first base. Now the runner's going to come home and score. It was a wild play from the get-go. It was a bunt laid down by Michael Alt. Going off the mound to get it was Maltby and almost kind of slipped when he threw the ball. It was low and when Mize went to dig it out of the dirt, it bounced off his glove and once the runner, Reed, realized that he just trotted on home, it wasn't even close. Crowd loves that and they very quickly, just a couple pitches into this inning have cut the Jefferson City Renegades lead in half. They're going to give the hit there on the bunt. This one is inside. First pitch to Kyle, or excuse me, Parker Ingram, the designated hitter. Just joining us running. He gets scored a run in both the first and the second innings. But then not so great defense here in the bottom of the second. It has led to the first run of the ball game for the merchants. That one's a called strike. Nicely done. Ingram started to swing the bat, then checked up, but it was a called strike regardless to even things up here at 1-1. One and one. Not a big lead off first base for Alt. That's gonna be a called strike two. And quickly after the, the unfolding of the events that led to the first run of the ball game for the merchants, Maltby is able to move back out ahead and potentially get the first out of this inning. One two pitch on the way, just off the outside corner. I thought Horschel was able to steal one there and get a called strike three. But not so, and that'll even things up at two and two to the Merchants designated hitter. This pitch is hit foul over all of us back out into the parking lot, and that'll keep things at two and two apiece. I didn't get the chance to say it because this inning started so quickly with the leadoff single, but for Maltby, in the first inning, it looked like he was pitching almost exclusively out of the stretch. Even when he had no one on. But he was pitching out of the lineup to begin this inning. So I wonder if something had changed. Or maybe I just didn't notice at the first inning. But I could have sworn. Pitch on the way. Fouled once again. Could have sworn he was pitching stretch only. But this inning started off with the lineup. Not for very long though. As very quickly runners have reached for the merchants. Still nobody out as they've already got one across. Maltby is ahead in this one. Two straight count. Two and two. Michael Alt was running on that last pitch when it was fouled back. We'll see if he goes again here. 2-2 pitch on the way, not running. Swung and fouled back into the net just in front of us, and we will once again do it again at 2-2. Two and two. Good little battle here after the first two batters of the inning reached very, very quickly. I believe Maltby only threw two or three pitches to the first two batters. And now he's in a deep at-bat here to the third one of this inning, the designated hitter. Ingram back into the batter's box. Light wave of the bat. Kicks and deals. That one over the back of Ingram. Ingram was able to duck out of the way. Otherwise, that one was going off his shoulder. Maybe in his helmet. Not great pitch location, obviously, on that one. And I don't think even things up at 3-2. A big batter in this inning. Maltby is able to come back and get this out after the first two reached. This one is skied in the air. Shallow center field. We'll see who wants it. Making the catch is Doyle. I wasn't sure there for a moment. Wilmsmeyer came sprinting in until eventually Doyle called him off and made the catch from his second baseman's position just in on the grass. That was an interesting pop-up, too. Leads to the first out of the inning, so well done for Malby. Oh, After moving ahead there to Ingram, thought potentially he was going to lose him on a walk, but it's going to pop out to the second baseman's. So now potential here for a ground ball rolling over turn two and in the inning get out of it only one run Berg steps in the left hand batter waits on the first pitch that one was up high horse had to come out of his crouch to that, catch that one wasn't really inside but certainly up high not a huge lead off first for, for all it certainly looked like he had some speed on the couple tries he tried to steal this inning that one was low and inside, so now two balls and no strikes. Aldis tried to run twice this inning. First time he ran, it was a foul ball, and on the second time he ran on the 3-2, was a pop-out, so he had to retreat to first. <coughs> Pitch on the way here. That one just misses low and away, and now 3-0 the count on the left fielder, excuse me, the right fielder, bats from the left side, Kyle Berg, and a chance here to get first and second with the one out, turning it back over to the top of the lineup. the pause on the pitch no chance Berg was swinging at that one and that's ball four didn't even move the bat at all off his shoulder it was very calm in the box there. He's almost certainly I would assume had the red light and that one was outside so four pitch walk now that'll turn things over to the top of the lineup Bring us back to the top for Jordan Matthewson, the second baseman, who led this thing off with a pop-out to the shortstop. Big crouch at the knees from Matheson in the box. which on the first pitch. Swings and grounds this one foul. Same thing that happened in the first match between these two. Maltby trying to pitch him inside. Matheson swung at it and was out in front and fouled it off off the first base side, I believe, in just their 2 two plate appearance now. That's the third or fourth time that Matheson has done that. One run in already this inning. Still the threat to more, as there's runners on first and second. 0-1 pitch on the way. That one misses outside. sliding out of his crouch to get it. His Horstler keeps it in front of him. And the runners stay put. Starting to get a little bit dark here at Merchants Park. We had rain for a very quick second last inning. Nothing major rain in the forecast for some of the rest of the afternoon we'll see how it impacts this that pitch is low, nice block there Horser keeps it in front of him and we will make this count 2 and 1 to the Merchants leadoff hitter both teams have had some traffic on the base pass here early in this one Renegades obviously have had enough runners to score two runs Merchants could be on their way to doing the same or more Maltby stepped off the mound there This inning started with a single and an error to move Hunter Reed up to second, and then he came all the way around to score on a bunt, turned into a single by Michael Alt. This pitch is a called strike. I don't know about that one. Malpi might have gotten a call there to go his favor. That one was on all the way on the outside corner. Take it any way you can get it, and now that will even things up at 2-2 two and two, rather than being 3-1. and one. And a chance here for Malpi to get the second out of the inning pitch on the way. That one is too far outside and that'll make it 3-2. and two. We'll see here. Now with a full count. Only one out though. We'll see if they send the runners. Certainly we could tell Altsum had some speed out at second base, but I'm not sure on the designated hitter, Parkham excuse me, the right fielder Kyle Berg who leads off leads off at first base after taking the walk. One out, 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung and lined out to second, making the sliding catch. They're going to call it a catch, but they're going to I don't know what the call was actually there. And now they've got a runner in the rundown between third and home, running him all the way back to third. Now the third baseman's got it. He throws home to Mize. Mize now runs him back to third. They're going to call out of the baseline there, and that will end the inning. So let me explain that play for you. So it was lined out to second base. Second baseman Doyle was in between whether he caught it or played it on a hop. It looked like he caught the ball, but they actually ruled that he caught it on the hop. So the runners actually got kind of caught up there for a second. They went to second for the first out, and then the return throw to first base, it was in the dirt, could not turn to there, but then leading his way too far off third base was Michael Alt. Bives through home alertly, catching him in the rundown, and after a few throws back and forth, running him back and and forth, Alt was called out of the baseline, and that ended the inning. So a little bit of luck there on the side for the Renegades. They get the third out of the inning, and this one stays 2-1, to a wild inning, a wild play to end that inning. I'll talk about it a little bit more when we're back in just a moment. Stay with us as we head to the third 2-1 Renegades lead.
4: Dot .com Sawdust Studios Your community woodshop
5: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder operates offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Academy Academy, call them at 573-634-3983.
0: your
2: last line of defense. Back to the top of the third inning here at Merchants Ballpark. Back just in time for the first pitch that is fouled off, off to the left side. That is Ross Lovich who leads off the top of the third inning for the Jefferson City Renegades here playing in their first road game of the season. Thanks for listening in with us here on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades holding a 2-1 lead. This one is once again fouled off and Omega quickly 0-2 ahead to Lovich. Lovich in his first set bet flew out to the left fielder. We'll see if Lovich is able to do some damage here to lead off this inning. So far in this game, both leadoff hitters have reached for the Renegades with Wilmsmeyer in the first on a single and then a walk to Brendan Prickett's lead off the second. Lovich, a tall task here as he looks at one just outside to make it one and two the first two pitches of this at bat off to the left side and then looked at a ball there to make things one and two. Quickly back in the box. Lovich will wait on the one-two pitch. Brings it in. This one hit high in the air on the infield. Coming in from second base to make the catch. A sliding catch. A nice running grab by Matthewson. That'll be a pop-out to the second baseman for Ross Lovich to begin the second inning. It almost looks like a riddle either didn't see it or didn't have a good angle at it because he didn't really move off the mound. And that thing landed on the left side of second base on the infield, and Matthewson came all the way in. Don't know if he had to slide to catch it or if he just slid after having all the momentum moving that way, but either way, it was a nice running catch as Matthewson has already proved to make some nice plays out there at second base for the merchants. That'll lead to the second batter of the inning, that being Colton Doyle. Doyle popped out to the first baseman in his First at bat being the second out of the first inning. No one on, one out for the Renegades. Here in the top of the third inning. This one is swung in a line, foul off the right side into the stands. That'll find a spectator. And quickly, this one moves to one and one on Doyle. Ryan Riddle out for his third inning of work. Brings home this pitch, swing and a miss there by Doyle. Off speed pitch there off the outside corner and Doya was out in front. And even if he was on time, I don't think he was good to that one. Off the outside corner to the plate, and now one and two the count on the Renegades second baseman. This one is low and inside. That'll even things up at two and two the count. Rudolph so far, two and a third innings pitched. Given up three hits, did have the one error that led to the run, and then gave up the other on an RBI single last inning. Two two on the way. That one is outside, and that'll make things full. So nice battle here by Colton Doyle. Did have the the foul ball and the swing and miss, but is laid off the last two. The pitch to make things two and two. is definitely a bit closer. That last one to bring things full was was way outside. The wind and the three two, low and outside, and that'll be a walk for the second baseman of the Renegades. Nicely done at bat bear by Doyle. Was behind one and two, and then took three straight balls as that'll be a walk for the second batter of the inning we'll see if it leads to anything this inning for the Renegades Renegades scored one in the first one in the second and now we'll have one on with one out as the first baseman for the Renegades Carter Mines will step in Mines ended the first inning with a pop out to the shortstop bats from the left side quick throw over to first dive back in by Dill he's in safely Mize now back into the box. The stretch and brings it home. That one hits off the knee of Mize. I can feel that one from up here. I know that one hurt as he will take off the shin guard, toss the bat over. Thankfully, he's okay. We'll trot down to first base. That one got him on the lead knee, his right knee. Stopped for a second, but now we'll take the jog down to first base. And maybe something cooking here again for the Renegades to s- in this top of the third inning. I want to give Mize some credit going back to that play to end the last inning. But the way that play kind of went, in the, the double play or no double play, very easily could have phoned it in and started talking with the umpire. But when he saw the runner for the merchants halfway around third base, that being all, it's alertly threw the ball home. And regardless of whatever the call was going to be, they were able to get the runner in the rundown and get the third out of the inning without a run scoring. So there's plenty of times that situation where you see whoever has the ball think that the play is over and, and, and a run comes in to score on kind of a gaffe like that. But very heads-up play by the veteran first baseman Carter Meis who so now will lead off first base. So stepping in we Brendan Perkins, the left fielder, led off last inning with a walk and then came around to score on the Wilmsmeyer RBI single to left. See if he can do some damage here. This one is fouled off to the right side, first pitch of the at-bat. Defense for the merchants. First baseman Freeman and not holding Mize on, basically playing even with him behind him. And then at second base, Matthewson creeping up behind the bag, a little bit bigger of a lead here for uh, for Doyle leading off second base. Don't think they'll put him in motion here, but we'll see. Brings it home. Just misses the outside corner, and that'll think even things up at one and one apiece to the Renegades left fielder. Back into the box now is Perkins. And now finally coming set at the belt is Riddle. Pitching out of the stretch here with two runners on, brings it home fouled it just off the end of the bat back towards the backstop and that'll bring things to 1 and 2 it was solidly hit but not on that one as it came it just back towards us off, off the wall behind home plate and now ahead and a two strike count is Riddle 1 and 2 Jefferson City Renegades a left fielder back into the box now. Click check of the runners. Now bring it home. Swing and a drive out to left. That's hit well, and that's going to curve foul. That actually went out over the left field wall in foul territory. It was hit well, but it just continued to curve more and more. And that'll do things again for us at 1-2. and two. Nicely hit ball. Perkins was maybe just a little bit later on that one. Maybe be cooking with gas. Obviously a lot harder than it looks though. That's why I'm not out there playing. 1-2 again now. Freeman gives the signs to his right-hander. Riddle now staring down the runner at second. Looks a couple times, and now brings it home. Swing liner out to right field. That one is going to hang up. A nice grab for the right fielder, that being Berg. Didn't know if that one was gonna fall in. Berg coming in with the left hand in the glove. Caught it basically about his knee. Can't do a whole lot about that. Ball was hit well. Going to go down as a line out to the right fielder. And Perkins will draw, jog back to the dugout after making the second out of the inning. Runners stay put at first and second. and I don't mean Joe Herschler, who struck out last inning, has a chance here for maybe some 2 out production. Check of the runners, and the first pitch of the at-bat is grounded back up the middle. Over to get it, and stepping on the bag is Mattson. Easy enough there to get the third out of the game. That'll go on as a ground out to the second baseman, and after getting two on with one out, the Renegades will strand them both. So we'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Make sure to stay with us as we've only played seven in this one. Renegades lead it 2-1. Be right back.
6: Owner of Hostelg Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573 to schedule an estimate or visit HostelgLandscape.com.
7: Find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
8: The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference.
9: Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place.
8: Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns. By doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, baby.
2: Back to the bottom of the third inning here at Merchants Park for a battle between the Carroll Merchants and the Jefferson City Renegades. The 3-0 Carroll Merchants after a couple of big offensive outbursts. Jeff City on the road for the first time this season and as they hit the road for the first time this season, let me remind you to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades. How we got here to Iowa today and how we'll get to Des Moines tomorrow, getting us to all road games safely, officially, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. So let's get things started here in the bottom of the third inning. Weeding things off for the home team, the Carroll Merchants, will be Caleb Freeman, the first of two Freemans batting back-to-back. Looks at ball one. Now we'll swing at this one and foul it off straight into the dugout of the, uh, of the Merchants there, coming in hot. Brennan Maltby also back for his third inning of work. So far he's given up two hits, had the one error, and has given up the one run. 1-1 one the count now, peers in and brings it home. This one flown out to center. Wilmsmeyer almost doesn't even have to move now. Trots in a little bit and makes the catch. So after three pitches, first out of the inning for the Renegade's right-hander. And that'll bring up the second of the two, Freeman. This one being Garrett, the first baseman, batting from the right side as he will now step in. Alrighty, we're ready to begin this at bat now. Set at the belt. Malpey will bring it home. This one hit high in the air. This is gonna be out number two, I presume. Doyle over to make the catch. And four pitches into this inning. Two quick outs, disposing of both the Freemans. Nicely done here by Malpe to begin the start inning. Now they're gonna have a pop out to the second baseman. And that'll bring up the third batter of this inning. Andrew Schroeder, the shortstop in his first at bat was hit by the pitch. Didn't leave first, though, as the following batter flew out to right field. Lovic to end the first inning. Potential for our first three-up, three-down inning of the day here in the bottom of the third inning. Renegades on the road leading 2-1. First pitch is way up and in. Just ducking out of the way as Andrew Schroeder as it went off the glove of catcher Horsler. On deck batter will have to go over and pick that one up. First really missed spot of the inning here by Malby. Renegades in their first three have not had a whole lot of deep pitching performances. This one's hit out to right field. Wilmsmeyer gliding over and makes the catch with ease. So a really nice pitched inning. I believe just six pitches and three up, three down for the merchants. That will lead us going to the fourth inning. Make sure to stick with us as we... We'll be back in just a moment.
10: At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor.
3: Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Woodbat Company, a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com.
0: more volunteers to step up and answer the call stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today i answered the call to serve my community will you
2: back now for the top of the fourth inning here between the renegades and the merchants first pitch was a ball to the renegades first baseman colin Shreve's. As it looks at the second pitch, also for a ball, two and zero. The count now. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in today on the Show Me Sports Network. As the Renegades look for their second straight win, currently leading two to one in this one. This one is way off the outside corner. Actually, bounces off the backstop and goes back to the catcher very quickly. Three and zero now to Colin Shreve's single to left field in his first at bat. And now very quickly at 3-0. A little bit of a loss of control here for Riddle. We'll see if Shreese is given the red light here. Pitch on the way. That one is a called strike now. 3-1 to the Renegades' third baseman. Leading off this top of the fourth inning. Shreese, when he did have that single back in the second inning, was left at second base. And we'll look at ball four here. To trot with a leadoff walk. So in this four innings, three out of 4 leadoff batters have reached for the for the Renegades. Only two runs so far. We'll see if they can do any more damage. The designated hitter, Hunter Designator Hunter Sherman will struck in, or excuse me, step in. Sherman struck out back in the second inning. The second of what would be three strikeouts in the inning. Awaits the first pitch here. This one is called strike. Really well placed pitch on the outside corner. Sherman struck out on just three pitches in that first at bat back in the second. Where the Renegades scored their second of the two runs that they currently have. Two runs on three hits. That one is not going to catch the outside corner. So it'll even things up at one and one. After Sherman will turn it back over to the top of the lineup to Ty Wellsmeyer, who has been very involved, been on base twice so far with two singles. And then Colby Old to follow, who's been on once. Long look in, Riddle brings it home. This one's going to twist inside. Quick exchange here of baseballs between the umpire and the catcher. 2-1 the count on the designated hitter for the visiting Renegades. We're in the top of the fourth inning, only playing seven in this one because we've got a doubleheader today. Not a very big lead off first base for Shreves. and that one missed outside again. So three and one in danger now of walking the first two batters to begin this inning, Riddle is. Riddle has certainly looked sharp and had his moments, like I said, at the three strikeouts back in the second inning. But not a whole lot of control. Takes a little bit of time there before getting back on the mound to deliver this 3-1 pitch. Here comes. Swung and lined. That'll fall in between the pitcher and second baseman. Did he get the tag on the runner? He did. Nice play there by Madison. Picked it on a short hop and very alertly tagged the runner going to second. That would be Shreves. So Sherman is going to reach... It was kind of a very weakly hit ball, just enough to get by the pitcher and in front of Matthewson, the second baseman, and all in one motion, he picked it and turned to his right and, while falling, made the tag on Treves. So that'll be a fielder's choice, ground out to the second baseman for Sherman and be the first out of the inning. Turn things back over to Wilmsmeyer, like I said, led off this ballgame with an infield single, quick throw to first, not in time. Getting back is Sherman as that was ball one to Wilmsmeyer. Wilmsmeyer came around to score on that steal and throwing error into left field by the catcher Freeman. And then it drove in the second run of the game with a single to left field in the second inning. Has a chance here to go three for three. Awaits the 1-0. That one's going to be a called strike. Wilmsmeyer manning center field today. Made two of the three outs last inning. Has played a great defensive center field so far in this young season. One ball, one strike to count now. Third batter of this fourth inning, runner on second, one out. This one is swung and a grounded, foul off to the right side, and that'll make things one and two. Riddle now takes his spot back on the mound and Freeman will give down the signs. Quick glance of the runner at first base. Not a very big lead at all for Sherman, the DH. And now brings home the 1-2. High and inside, no swing there by Wosemeyer. That'll even things up at two balls, two strikes apiece. Even more fans continue to enter this ballpark. Really nice crowd on hand as the extended bleachers, not under the cover, have even almost filled up to this point. First road game of the season, runner off here, that one's inside, and Freeman can't make the transfer from the glove to the hand, and that's going to lead to a stolen base for Hunter Sherman. Just said, not a very big lead, got a good jump there. Would have been tough to throw him out, even if we're perfect exchange there by Freeman down to second base. So not only does the Renegades get the stolen base, but they get the three-ball count to Wilmsmeyer with a chance to walk or single here with one out in the top of the fourth inning. Only five combined hits in this ballgame through the front three. Wilmsmeyer looking to make his third out of four hits for the Renegades. Swung on a miss here. That's going to be strike three. Just basically blew it past him there. Riddle did. And that'll be the fourth strikeout of the game for the right-hander. As going down swinging will be Wilmsmeyer. Second out of the inning. Riddle looking to complete his fourth inning and keep this at just a one run deficit for the home Carroll Merchants pretty long look in there by Col- to Colby Olt who walked his first appearance then struck out last time looks at a college strike right here that one kind of bended in beautifully nice pitch there for the first strike of the at bat Quite the low-scoring game here so far for two teams who have played in some high-scoring shootouts recently. Like I said, the 16-15 game recently for Carroll and the Renegades in a 7 one last night. First pitch is grounded up the middle, past the glove of the pitcher, Riddle. Making the sliding stop is the shortstop. Runner's going to try and score the throw to the plate. Not in time, and he is safe at home. Coming all the way around to score from second base was Hunter Sherman. It was hit weakly up the middle, attempting to make the sliding stop at short with Schroeder. He knocked the ball down, was never going to have a play at first. And by the time he got the knockdown ball, got up and threw home, it was enough time for Hunter Sherman to come all the way around and score the third run of the game. That'll go as an RBI single there for the number two hitter, Colby Olt. Goes an Enfield singer as Schroeder was able to make the stop. And he'll be credited with an RBI the third run of the game for the Renegades. So nicely done there with two outs. Two two two-out RBI singles. To give the Renegades two out of the three runs. They've now scored in three out of four innings. First pitch of the at bat to Lovitch is low inside. That's going to be a ball. So we'll give the infield single and an RBI to Colby Holt with Hunter Sherman, the DH, coming around to score from second base. Heads up base running there by Sherman to never stop running. This pitch is a call strike on the outside corner, even things up at one and one to Ross Lovitch. Well, let out to the left fielder and popped out to the second baseman in his two at-bats so far. Olts will take his lead off first base. He is being held on this time by Freeman, not a huge lead. And Riddle brings it home. This is swung on and hit out to right field. Easy enough for the right fielder Berg and that will be the catch to end the inning, but not before the Renegades get some more two-out magic. They extend this lead from 2-1 to 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 2-3-1 as we will head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Stay with us. I'm Benjamin with the Show Me Sports Network.
5: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers Kinder Prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder Prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Academy.
6: calling at 573-634-3983. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hossloglandscape.com.
2: for the bottom of the fourth inning. Renegades just adding a run on the RBI infield single. They have now scored one run in the first, one run in the second, and one in the fourth. They've got 12 outs to get to even their season record up at 2-2 two and two and give the Carroll Merchants their first loss of the season. Nice pitching outing so far for the Jefferson City Renegades who really have not gotten... Starting pitching, going deep into games so far in this young season. Maltby, the starting pitcher, going out for his fourth inning of work, having only allowed two hits and just the one runs. And especially last inning where he had three up, three down on just six pitches. We'll see if he can continue to make quick work here of the merchants. It'll be Danny Schweitzer, the left fielder, stepping into the right-handed batter's box, fouls that one off to the left side and falls behind in the count 0-1. When you think about this ballgame, it is kind of funny how all these runs have been scored. You had a stolen base and a throwing error that led to run, led to one of them. You had an infield single, and you had a throwing error on a bunt That has led to three out of these four runs, and then the other was just a normal RBS single. Regardless, Maltby gets the swing and a miss there to move ahead 0-2 to the leadoff batter of this inning, Danny Schweitzer. Malpi does not have a strikeout so far in this game. has been pitching to contact. Misses outside here to make things one and two. Schweitzer flew out to right field his first time up to end the top of the first inning. One and two the count. The rock and the deal. Swaying and a miss strike three. The first of the ball game for the Renegades right-handed pitcher. And a good time to do it to lead off this top of the fourth inning. Excuse me, the bottom of the fourth inning. Still get used to the first road game. And after four pitches has the strikeouts of Danny Schweitzer. Setuping so up Hunter Reed who scored the one and only run so far. Had a single to right field to lead off the second inning. Then came around to score on the bunt. And the throwing error came around to score from second base. Watches the first pitch strike. Moppy certainly attacking the zone very nicely so far. As I glance down near the bullpen, this pitch is called strike, beautiful location there. Borderline call goes the way of the right-handed pitcher that's been pumping strikes in the last two innings, so. I'll get back to that thought in just a moment as Hughes is about to bring home the 0-2 pitch. That one is outside. We'll bring it to one and two. But looking down the line behind the Renegades dugout, don't see any sort of movement or anything by any pitchers. When you look at the last couple games, we've almost certainly had a new pitcher to the ballgame by this point. But when you're playing seven innings, you're going to have a chance to have your charter go four. Only giving up one run so far. Have to like what you're seeing if you're the coaching staff. One and two the count now. Brings it home. Up and inside. And they're going to say that hit Reed and he'll trot down to first base with a hit by pitch. Malpy was able to get ahead, hit 0 and 2 before throwing one ball and then hitting him. Tried to bring that one inside to the right handed batter and it got, I believe, a piece of the jersey. So he will trot down to first, the first base runner since the second inning for Carroll. Now stepping in it will be Michael Alt with the wide open stance. Looks at one low for ball one. Alt, bats from the left side, had the bunt back in the second inning. That led to the throwing error and eventually the run. The bunt itself was a single because it was well placed and Alt would have beat it out. But then the error on the throw was what led to the run. That one is called a strike to even things up at one and one apiece. One out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Renegades leading three to one. Hunter Reed, the third baseman for the Merchants who just got hit by pitch in a two strike count. Takes a pretty small lead. This pitch is brought in and outside for a ball. Two and one now. Now back in the batter's box. Quick check of the runner by Malpy. And now brings it home. This one is inside. And now three and one the count. be now in danger of losing a second straight batter. The first coming on a hit-by-pitch after he went ahead 0-2. And, and now potentially this one as he's fallen behind 3-1. Brings it home. This one has swung and it grounded out to short. The pick. Throw to second to one. On to first. Not in time. So Alt is able to leg it out, but a nice pick by O. O started to move to his left and then was able to set his feet when that ball kind of kicked back a little bit. Then was able to quickly gave, able to get it to second to retire Reed who was running to second, but ball was not hit too hard. So making the turn, especially on a decently fast runner like Alt, was never going to happen. So you'll take the out though. I'll make it two outs in the inning. So Parker Ingram, the designated hitter, looks at a call to strike one. Maltby at three and two-thirds innings pitch, trying to get through the fourth inning. Only has one strikeout, but only allowed two hits so far. 0-1, runner goes. This one is swung and lined out to the right center field gap. That's going to get down in front of Wovitch, On his way to third, they're going to stop him there. That'll be Alt going to third, and that'll be a base hit to right field for Parker Ingram, a single to the right fielder. Alt had already been on the move, and with how that ball was hit, he was e- easily able to trot into third was interesting to see if they try to be really aggressive and send them, but would not have been a good choice. So it'll be runners on the corner, still two outs, so still a shot here to get out of this inning. The Renegades not giving up any damage. Now of all to third, and Ingram with the base hit to right field. Kyle Berg, the right fielder and the number nine hitter, steps in. Uh, it's going to be a strike one. Nice pitched on the outside corner. Berg in his at bat in the second inning took a walk, and then was out at second base on that wacky double play to end that inning. Pitch on the way here. That one is outside. Can't find the outside corner, and now we even things up at one and one to the left-handed batting right fielder. 1-1 pitch on the way. That one is also outside off the plate a little bit closer, but still not good enough to be called. So now Berg, after having the first pitch a strike, is ahead. 2-1 and one the count. If Berg can reach. We'll turn it back over to the top of the lineup. Second baseman Jordan Matthewson, who has popped out and grounded out. This one once again misses outside, and that will make things 3-1 th- and one in danger of loading the bases. Still once again with two outs here. Berg, light wave of the bat. The pitch is swung and missed. Runner's going to try and steal second. Ball gets away on the throw down, and that's going to lead to a run for the merchants. Trotting home on the throw down is Michael Alt. He scores the second run of the game, and after the swing and miss there by Kyle Berg, honestly did not really seem like they had a chance to get the runner stealing second base. Runner going to second, that being Ingram, and Horser threw down. It was a little bit low, and shortstop could not keep the ball in front of him, and when it trickled away, it was just enough for the runner all to trot home. So now 3-2 our score, Renegade still leading. Time called for this 3-2 pitch. Ingram will take second base. Ingram with a lead off second, they don't hold him on. Infielders play at their regular spots. Strike away from ending this inning and sending it to the fifth. Look back of the runner. One look, two look, and now the delivery. Swung and grounded to third, making the pick is Shrews. So Throws over to first, nice catch there by Mize, and that will end the inning. But not before the throwing error on the stolen base attempt. They might not even give an error, but regardless, coming around to score is Alt, and that makes it three to two. So we will head to a quick break. Be back for the top of the fifth in just a moment. On the Show Me Sports Network,
8: is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter Ten. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want
9: to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put
8: litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today.
11: Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Doc & Norm Direct is back better than ever more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock & Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, ransom, Plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock & Norm Direct.
12: When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers bum 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 bum.
13: Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
2: Back here for the bottom, or excuse me, the top of the fifth inning here at Merchants Park between the Merchants and the Jefferson City Renegades. Renegades have just taken their first road trip of the season. Traveled here to Iowa today to play in front of what I would have to guess is a sold-out crowd. Unbelievable crowd on hand here to this one. They've been rowdy all day long. It certainly made for a really, really good atmosphere between two teams playing a really tightly contested ball game. Three-two our score. Only three more innings left in this one. The first of two games going on here this evening. Doubleheader between the three and Merchants and the one and two Renegades. Starting this fifth inning will be the second baseman, Colton Doyle. Takes that one up and in for the first ball of the game. The wind, the kick, and the pitch is low and away. That'll be ball too quickly to the Renegade's second baseman. they will lead this off, followed by the left-handed batter, Mize, and Brennan Perkins to round it out, and then potentially Joe Horsler if things continue. Ryan Riddle is still in this ballgame, out for his fifth inning. Induces a foul ball here, back out of play, makes things 2-1. and Riddle so far giving up three runs on just four hits and had the one error on the stolen base by Wilmsmeyer. His pitch pretty effectively. I do see a little bit of movement down there in that Merchants bullpen. It looks like they've got someone warming up, so we'll see how long the leash is on Riddle. This pitch is swung and fouled once again out of play, and quickly now after getting at 2-0, and things are even 2-2 and on Colton Doyle. Doyle popped out to the first baseman, then walked and was stranded at second in the third inning. Here is the delivery 2-2. That one is outside, and that'll bring things full to the Renegade second baseman. I'm trying to look down in that bullpen and see if they've got a right or a left-hander. It's going to actually be a left-hander warming up down there. 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung line out to right center field. Both outfielders going over, and making the catch will be the right fielder, Berg. Not a bad hit ball whatsoever by Colin Doyle, but that'll be a fly-out might even be called a line out. It was hit well, but I think it's gonna be hung up in the air enough to be a fly out to the right fielder, and that will be the first out of the inning. Only the second time through the first five innings so far that the leadoff hitter for the Renegades has been retired. So good there for Ryan Riddles. He looks to get through the fifth inning. Carter Myers batting from the left left side now steps in, second batter of the inning swings, grounds this one back to second base, should be an easy out. Madison throws over to first, low throw, but dug out by Freeman. And Mize, who is hit on the knee for the second time this season in his last at bat, grounds out here on the first pitch. So very quickly, two up, two down for the Renegades. After that ground, the third batter of the inning, Brennan Perkins will step in. Perkins walked in the second before scoring on that Willensmeyer RBI single which was the Renegades' second run out of the two they have, and then lined out to right field last time. Hits this one. Well, out to center field coming in to make the catch on the run will be Alts. And just like that, three up, three down on just seven or eight pitches. Great work there by Ryan Riddle. and see Moe's through a 4-5-6 in the Renegades lineup. So that'll bring us to the bottom of the Renegades. Still clinging to a one-run lead. They've got to get nine more outs to win this one. We'll be back in just a moment.
14: Their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at Centurion. CenturionCares.com Centurion Cares Innovative Communication Solutions.
13: Dot com, or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty.
2: Back now for the bottom of the fifth inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks for listening with us this afternoon. We got the first of two, both starting pitchers working very well in this ball game. As right after Ryan Riddle completed his fifth inning work, having only allowed three runs. Braden Maltby will go back for his fifth as well if he's only allowed a two runs, so currently besting Riddle but we'll see what happens here in this fifth inning. Only seven combined hits between the two and each side has made an, er- made an error. Each error leading to a run too so pretty important Stepping in will be the leadoff off hitter as we go back to the top of the lineup. Jordan Matthewson who popped out to the shortstop and grounded out to the second baseman and his two at bats but has played a really nice second base on the field Grounds this one foul. Out of play, oh and one. Malty did have the three up, three down inning in the third. Worked around some trouble. Had the throw down, throwing error, not even error, but just throw down miscue that led to a run last inning. Misses outside here, even things up at one and one. One ball, one strike count. We are in the bottom of the fifth inning, and what will be seven, and then seven more played later tonight after the conclusion of this one. That one bounces in the dirt. That will make it two and one. No contest there by Matthewson taking his third at-bat of the game. So we wait for a new ball, Matthewson takes a couple practice swings and waits to step back in. After a little bit of a wait, we are now ready to go for this 2-1 pitch. Brings it home. This one is lined out to right field. That's going to get down in front of Lovic. The first hit of the game for Madsen. And a leadoff single to right field to start this inning for the Merchants. Tying run now on first base. After that leadoff single by the Merchants' leadoff hitter, that'll turn it to Caleb Freeman, the catcher. The switch hitting catcher, but it will bat from the left side for the third time today. All against the right here, right-handed pitcher Malpy. I see a little bit of movement now down in that Renegades bullpen down the left field line. But I don't think anyone is throwing yet. Just some moving around, whereas there was not earlier. Freeman had a walk in the first, did not leave once he got the second, and then flew out his last at-bat. Looks at ball one here in the dirt. Matthewson has already shown some of the speed here, at least on the defensive side. We'll see if they're eager to put him in motion, potentially get that tying run in scoring position. 1-0 pitch on the way is outside. That's going to make things 2-1. and one. Mize will hold on Mathewson over at first base. Rest of the infield plays normal positions. Pitch on the way is fouled straight down into the ground. That'll make things two and one. Runner was not going there. If Freeman can reach, that'll bring up the big boys in the Merchants lineup. Three, four, five. Not done a lot of damage today though. Real damage here has been the, the latter part of the, the Merchants lineup with their two runs being scored by their six and seven hitters. Time is called here as Freeman will step out of the box, readdress the batting gloves wonder if it's an interesting superstition that Caleb Freeman has going on. One black batting glove and one white batting glove. Hasn't led to any hits today, but if something happens, we know what the cause was. That one's going to be high for ball three. Makes things three and one. Garrett Freeman waits on deck. Also over for 2. Two popouts both to the second baseman, Doyle. Quick check of the runner by Malpy. Rocks the leg and brings it home. That's a called strike. Good location. Got the outside corner to make things full. Almost certainly now with the full count. Even though zero outs, you would think the runner will be on the move. Big at bat in this ball game. Difference between runner on first one out and first and second no outs. Especially in a game you're leading by just one run when you've got nine outs to get. Quick throw over to first. Diving back in there is Matthewson as Mize makes a catch and throws it right back to Moppy. After that single, both teams now even at four hits apiece. we're through four and a half innings here in Carroll. Hold at the belt and brings it home. This one is lined over. Nope, Doyle's going to make the catch. Nice running play. Throw back to first. Not in time. Thought that was going to get over his head and into right center field. But going out to make the catch on the run was Doyle. Nice play. And if not for the speed of Matthew, you get back to first base. They almost turned two there. Heads up play by Duelto, back to first, but regardless, a nice running catch. That'll be a line out to the second baseman. And the first out of the inning, so that's falling behind three and one. Moppy is able to get the out and keep that runner at first base. I bring in Garrett Freeman, like I said, has popped out to the second baseman both times. I'm sure, the running gauge would love for him to roll over and put one on the ground right at an infielder here. Pitch on the way is outside drive by the catcher Herschler and that'll make things 1-0 to the first baseman just about 5.45 local time here so most likely going to have that 6.15 game two start time pushed back as there is strike one nicely delivered pitch pretty much right down the middle but the 1-0 count didn't look like Freeman was too much in a hurry to take the bat off his shoulder A little bit bigger lead now at first base for Matheson. This one is hit high in the air out to left. Doesn't have to move much. Perkins now comes in and makes the catch for out number two. Lazy fly ball there. Matheson will retreat back to first base, and that's the second out of the inning. we will go fly out seven on that one. So after the leadoff single by the Merchants' leadoff hitter, Braden Walphe has got the two and three hitters, both Freemans, in the order to line out and fly out. To get now with one on two out. Sampion will be Andrew Schroeder. The shortstop was hit by a pitch. Didn't move off of first in the first inning. And then flew out to the center fielder. Looks at ball one here to begin his third at bat of the ball game. Takes a little bit extra long to get back in the batter's box here. Now he's ready to go. Slight wave of the bat over his right shoulder. And now waits on the pitch. This one has swung, grounded slowly to third, going to his left, making the scoop and throwing to first. Offline, but a nice catch and tag by Mize. Shreves to that ball a little bit offline, but Mize made the catch and made the tag on the runner up the line to get the final out of the inning. That'll go ground out third baseman to first. And after the leadoff single, no harm done by the Carroll merchants. So that'll send us to the six. We've got two mornings innings play playing, a tight one. Stay with us, 3-2, our score.
4: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop.
5: Rivero Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Rivero Christian Academy offers Kinder Prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Rivero Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder Prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Rivero Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983.
0: your last
2: line of defense. Welcome back for to the top of the fifth inning here in Carroll, Iowa on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you Renegades baseball this afternoon and later into this evening. We've got a really good one, 3-2 score. No team scoring more than one run in an inning so far. His first batter of the inning will try and bunt and miss it for strike one. That batter being Joe Herschel, the catcher. The Jefferson City Renegades could not get the bunt down there. I've got a new pitcher to preview for us, too. Alex Johnson enters the ballgame for the Carroll Merchants. Here's his second pitch. That one is high and outside, so that'll make things at 1-1 one and one to the Renegades catcher. Alex Johnson, right-handed pitcher, enters the ballgame from Fort Scott Community College. That was from Frisco, Texas. Nicely done this afternoon by Ryan Riddle. Went five innings, gave up just four hits, and the three runs. Certainly a nice pitching performance there. He gets the swing and a miss here to move ahead one and two. Johnson does. So Johnson will enter this ball again. the second straight right-handed pitcher that the Renegades will face, and quickly, leadoff hitter of this inning, Joe Herschler is behind one and two. The wide and delivery is high and outside, evenings up. It's two and two apiece. Flying Herschler this inning will be Colin Treves who made the throw to end last inning, and then DH Hunter Sherman who scored the third run of the game for the Renegades quick exchange of baseballs there before Johnson walks back to the mound. We're in the top of the sixth inning and Renegades lead three to two. Neither team scored anything in the fifth. Pitch here is swung on a miss, strike three. Johnson coming with the gas there to get the strikeout swinging his first after just one batter faced and a nice first batter debut there for the new right handed pitcher. Now stepping in after the strikeout will be Colin Shreve's. Shree shrink single to two left field back in the second inning. Didn't get past second base and then walked. Didn't move off of first though. Was out in the field of choice in the fourth inning. Looks at strike one here. Johnson certainly bringing the heat. Both Renegades batters been behind on the fastball. Not this time, though, as it's hit hard, but it's hit right at a defender. That one was hit right on the nose by Shreves, but it was hit right at the second baseman, Matthews. And that'll go as a line-out two-second for the second out of the inning. Quick work now by Johnson to top this sixth inning to make very quick work of the two Renegades batters, especially there against Shreves. Just two pitches and ends with the line-out. First pitch on the way is... Called strike there, that's Hunter Sherman who struck out on just three pitches back in the second inning. And then like I said, scored the third run of the game coming all the way around to score from seconds. Back in the fourth. This one is way high, almost over the head of Sherman. to even things up at one and one. Looked like Johnson was trying to go at the off speed there. Couldn't get the grip on it and missed way high inside. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in this afternoon. Stick with us for this final two innings of a really good game so far. That one misses outside 2 and 1. Renegades will play 7 more against these Merchants after this game ends. Lead we'll here tonight before hitting the road once again to take on Des Moines tomorrow afternoon and evening. Beauty of an off-speed pitch. That's going to be a called strike keeping things up at 2 and 2. So after getting a lot of strikes with the heat so far this inning, goes off speed though and Sherman never took the bat off his shoulder to even get up a 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes, two out, no one on. Here it comes. Tried to get it there, went with off-speed again, just miss off the outside corner, and that will bring things full. Really like what I'm seeing here by Alex Johnson entering this game. He has had a good mix of both the off-speed and the fastball and is located relatively well. 3-2 is fouled straight back into the net right in front of us, and we'll do it again. I mean, outside of the, basically the one pitch to this batter, Sherman, that missed way up and in. Obviously threw the fastball well enough to get the strikeout and pumps two straight strikes in there to Shreves to get the line out. Now once again into two-strike count. After that, we'll step back on the mound. Johnson pitching out of the rotation here with no one on and brings it home. Called strike three. Hits the outside corner. Johnson slaps his gloves. He walks off the mound with his second strikeout of the inning pure dominance that that inning in the top of the six out of Alex Johnson so we'll had to break real quick before the Renegades look to get their last six outs and win this game it's going to be it's going to be great right in Melby coming back out for a sixth inning and we'll be back in just a moment
6: Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit HoslogLandscape.com. (목소리도) 이 시각 세계였습니다. Um.
7: Find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
2: the sixth inning we go here to Carroll, Iowa for a really good back-and-forth context. Not only really back-and-forth, but a tight contest between the Jefferson City Renegades and the Carroll Merchants here at Merchants Park. Ladies and gentlemen, Braden Maltby is back out for his sixth inning of work. Has pitched really well in this ball game. Five innings pitched so far. Only allowed the four hits and the two runs to go with not a whole lot of strikeouts. Just the one, from what I can tell with a quick glance. Yeah, just the one strikeout so far. But he's pitched to contact and not a lot of hard hit balls so far off these merchants' bats. Speaking of bats, as we go to this bottom of the spot on the sixth. Handcrafted right in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. So to find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company call at 816-261-1014. It's is lined and caught by the third baseman. Didn't give me even a second to breathe. After talking about walk-off wood bat company, and quickly the first out of the inning, that was Danny Schweitzer, the left-hitter, left fielder, excuse me, right-handed hitter, who just lined out to the third baseman to start this sixth inning of work. This is a PA announcer behind me just echoed: Hunter Reed will now be the batter. Reed has certainly been involved on the offensive side. This one singled to right field and came around to score the first runner of the game for the Merchants and then was hit by pitches last time out before being out at second base on a fielder's choice. First pitch in here is a ball. Now, I don't have the pitch count for Braden Waltby, but it certainly has not had a, a ton of long pitch at bats. Only a couple innings where he's had to face a ton of hitters, so I have to guess, pitch count not a huge problem. Renegades do have a right-hander throwing down in the bullpen. The lights are in the way, so I can't see the number, but warming up more than at any other point in the ball game. 1-1 the count after the fall ball Two Hunter Reed. The kick and the deal. Just off the outside corner. That's called a ball. So I mentioned this earlier in the game. It seems that Braden Malpey has gone back and forth between pitching out the stretch and the rotation. There were moments earlier where he went through the full lineup and then right here once again he's just going from the stretch. He looks in, bringing the left leg and pitch and that's a strike. So Maybe a little Johnny Cueto-esque throwing off the timing of these of these uh, Carroll Merchant hitters. That's what I'll go with. Either way, whatever he's doing is working so far as he's looking to get through the sixth inning of just two-run baseball. 2-2 pitch. Swung and hit out in the air to center. Wollensmeyer going back, picking up speed as it continues to carry, but makes the catch over the left shoulder for the second out of the inning. Made the catch shy of the track as that ball continued to go and go off the bat of Hunter Reed. But center fielder Ty Wilsmeyer was able to make the catch for the second out of the inning. Michael Alt now will step in. He has wreaked plenty of havoc against these renegades here today. Had the bunt single that led to the first run of the ballgame before being out at home on that wacky double play. And then scored the second run back in the fourth inning. So a guy you want to keep off the base pass here with two out. because You'd almost certainly see him sent in motion. Called strike one there to open his at bat. Alt with a very wide open stance. Bats from the left side. is his left foot in the box and his right almost on the on the line of the batter's box. Takes the ball there to even up one to one. But when he goes to swing, he brings the right leg in close. But any Reg fans out there, almost Aristides Aquino-esque. This one's grounded. Baltimore chopped to second. Moving in to get it. Throw to first. A quick one. And just in time for the out, Doyle made the quick scoop and throw, threw a missile over to Mize at first base, and Mize is able grab the low throw. That's a ground out to second base, two and the inning. And looky here, Braden Walpey gets through six innings, ladies and gentlemen. And we will go to the seventh and final inning of this tight ball game. Don't go anywhere. It's three to two. We've got a game to finish up on the Show Me Sports Network back in just a second. <laughs>
11: Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, Plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one to 100 or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct.
2: Back out now for the top of the 7th inning here at Merchants Park here in Carroll, Iowa. And if this top of the 7th goes anything like the top of the 6th, then these Jefferson City Renegades batters are in some trouble because Alex Johnson pitched a really good inning. One inning, two strikeouts, and no hits in the top of the 6th. And he's going to try and do it again here in the 7th inning. We'll have to face the top of the running gauge order, though. Ty Wilmsmeyer, Colby Olt, and Ross Lovic, the one, two, three batters. And then potentially Colton Doyle to follow if that happens. Now stepping in is Wilmsmeyer, the right-handed hitter. Had the infield single and the first run of the game way back in the first and has since singled to right for an RBI as he hits this one. High in the air out to center field. Camped under it now is Alt, and he makes the catch. So one pitch, one out as well as Meyer will make the steep turn and head back to first base on the flyout to center field. So four up, four down so far for the relief pitcher, Alex Johnson. I don't know if I would have believed you if you told me before this game we'd be sitting here in the seventh inning and the two combined teams would have only used three pitchers. We'll see, though. Will the Renegades let Braden Maltby go back out for the seventh inning and work, or will they bring in someone from the pen? Either way, Colby-Oltz steps in, looks at the ball, one know the count, one out in the top of the seventh inning. Renegades lead a 3-2. Pitch on the way is outside, 2-0 now. We're at Merchants Park in front of what appears to be a sold-out crowd. There's a blue wave to my left and my right. 2-0 and the count now on the top of the seventh. To the Renegades, shortstop colby Olt swings and misses there for strike one. Nice pitch there. It came with the heat. Both teams only have four hits in one error, A very similar scoreboard out in right field outside the one-run difference. This one has popped high in the air down the right field line, curving foul. Does someone have it? Making the dive, but he can't get it. It is Berg just out of his reach. That ball continued to curve and curve as there's a really a, a ton of grass down the right field line in foul territory, and that f- almost found on its way all the way to the dirt beyond it. So a really long run for Berg the right fielder for for the Merchants and laid out but was about a glove length shy of making catch. That'll make things 2 and 2 after the foul ball as Old gets new life after that one falls in. Johnson back on the mound, pitching out of the lineup. Looks in and now will kick and deliver. That one falls out of the zone, went off speed there and it'll make things full. Plan on coming to a Merchants game anytime soon. You better keep your hands ready because they are throwing out snacks and Skittles and chips at all times. So better be aware as this one's grounded out to third, picked on one hop and the long throw over to first by Reed is in time as Freeman makes a catch ground out to third for the second out of the inning. So that'll bring up Ross Lovich, excuse me, left-handed batting right fielder. He is 0 for 3 so far today at the fly-out to left field. In the first, popped out to the second baseman and lined out to right field in the fourth inning. Looking to extend this top of the seventh. Steps in the box, waves the bat over his left shoulder. He's got some bright yellow batting gloves on. Looks at strike one there. Color scheme has to work well with the yellow in both the Renegades and the Missouri Tigers. So, no surprise there for Lovich. Lovitch back in, waits on the 0 1. That's once again a called strike, and quickly ahead 0 2 is Johnson. Nobody on, no balls, two strikes, two outs for the right fielder of the Renegades. Waits, swung on and miss, strike three. The third strikeout in just two innings for Johnson, and that will end the seventh. Well, folks, the Renegades are three outs away from a win and moving to two and two on the season. We'll see if they can do it. Don't go away on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt be back for the bottom of the seventh in just a moment.
12: When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers bum 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 bum.
13: Underwritten by farmers, truck fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
14: Fifty-three hundred, or look them up online at CenturionCares.com. Centurion Cares: Innovative Communication Solutions.
2: All righty, folks, we have got a good one here in Carroll, Iowa, at Merchants Park. The bottom of the seventh inning. Just three outs between the Jefferson City Renegades and a road win their first of the year in their first road game of the year. We've got a new pitcher on for the save. Three outs trying to get, and the three person trying to get those three outs will be Carter Gorling on for the save after six fantastic innings by Braden Maltby. Final line, six innings, four hits, had just the two runs given up. So really nice length out of a starting pitch there when he still has seven more innings to play after this. And we'll see if Gorlin can get the final three outs before going to extras here. Batting this inning for the merchants will be Parker Ingram, Kyle Berg, and then back to the top of the lineup for Jordan Matthewson. Fans are getting into this one as they want to rally here. Swing and a miss strike one to start this one off. Ingram swung through the fast stuff there. As you can hear behind me, these fans here But I would guess it's near a sold-out crowd. is rooting for a rally here. He's going to have to start with the bottom of the lineup. 0-1 pitch on the way. Did that get him? No, it did not. I don't think he's up at a ball and a strike. Thought I hit something, but I believe it was probably just the catcher's glove, Horser's glove is probably what I heard there. Thought for a second that it might have got his arm, but it did not. Just the fourth pitcher used by both sides. Merchants had Riddle and Johnson as this pitch is a called strike for one and two. And now the Renegades have Maltby and Gorling on to close it out. Gorling ring number 25 for the Renegades, right-handed pitcher and first baseman from the Woodlands, Texas. He's ahead one and two for the first batter. This one is hit high in the air out to center field. Should be easy for Loansmeyer. He gets under it and makes a catch just above the head for out number one. A fly out to center field is how we get underway in this seventh inning. But I have to think we'd be a pretty quick turnaround if this game does end in the seventh inning with seven more to play. We are just uh, just past 6.07 p.m. local time. I'd like to thank everyone who's tuned in for these seven innings so far here tonight. Hope you stick with us for the second half of the doubleheader on the Show Me Sports Network. First pitch is swung on and miss. Nice off-speed pitch there. That one had some movement on it. Pitcher, eight, game, Carter- Seemed like it started off the outside corner and then made its way back in and Berg swung over it. A one pitch on the way, swung and grounded the third, right to the third baseman, Shrews, throws across the diamond, Mize, did he keep the foot on? He did not, it pulled him off the bag, that's gonna be an error. I thought Mize might have been able to keep the foot on as he crossed over the bag to make the catch, but it pulled him off and that's gonna be an error to get the first base runner of this inning, and actually the first base runner since the beginning of the fifth inning there for the merchants. As of now they have to they have it up on the scoreboard as a hit, I have to believe that's gonna go on an error, because if that throw is there in time, then it certainly is out number two in this inning. But for now they have it up as a single. So now that is five hits on the ball game for the home merchants. We'll see if they want to put the runner berg in motion. Matthewson steps in, singled his last time up. And this one, did that get him? It did, and that's gonna put two runners on, so just two pitches not a great sequence there for the Renegades as you almost were looking at a, a shirt out number two, two up, two down, and now two pitches later you have a runner on second and first with only one out. So Berg moves up to second base, Matheson takes first on the hit by pitch. Trouble of ruin here for the Renegades. They're going to go out and take a visit to the mound. calm went down, talk to the infield and the pitcher, Gorling. Gorling got the first out relatively quickly on the fly ball out to center field. And he looked like he was going to get out number two up until the throw pulled Mize off the bag. Mize made a really nice effort to try and keep his right foot on the bag but could not do it, was ruled pulled off the bag. Ruled as an infield hit there for Kyle Berg, the number nine hitter his first hit of the game and then moved up to second on what just was a hit by pitch the second game Madsen is now reached and that'll now bring up Caleb Freeman the catcher Freeman looks like drawing something in the dirt just outside home plate maybe for good luck I mentioned the superstition earlier of the two different colored batting gloves so we'll see if that leads any success here merchants do have a little bit of comeback history they were able to come in that in that game a couple days ago where they went 16 to 5 they were down entering the last inning and came back to send it to extras. so Renegades hoping they don't do that here first pitch caleb freeman swung and fouled off to the left side brought the gas there and freeman was late and that'll make things 0-1 after freeman will be garrett freeman Berg will be the runner off second, and Matzian off first. Probably not going to send the runners here, but you never know. I'm not the one making those decisions. Time called, stepping out of the batter's box. Fans hoping here for a rally at Merchants Park. Pause at the belt, and Goring will bring home the 0-1 pitch. This one it is a call strike. Nice location there right under the front elbow there of Freeman. Freeman almost stood there for a second as to say, was that really a strike? But it was good location. And that makes things 0-2. So big opportunity here. If you can get the strike out of Freeman and get things to two outs after the way the last two batters went, it'd be a big win here for the Renegades. Alright, here we go. Growing sport in the stirrups today. Has got the pitch and will bring it home. Called strike three on the inside corner. Back to back, perfectly located pitches. Nothing Freeman could do with that one. And a called strike three. Lawnmower ripped by the umpire to send Freeman back to the dugout for the second out of the inning. Great bounce back at bat there by Goran to get the strikeout on just three pitches and get the second out of the inning. Renegades now just one out away from the Merchants getting their first loss of the year, but also just one base hit away from this game being tied with the speed and Berg at second. First pitch to Garrett Freeman, looking to be a two-out hero. Lead is first and second. This one's flied in the air to right. Lovich looks like he's got to play. Still running. He's got it, and that will end this game. The Renegades will emerge from the dugout victorious. As Ross Lovic had to pick up some speed to make that catch. But it ends with a fly out to right field. And that is your ball game. A real exciting one. Has got a little bit hairy there in the top of the 7th inning. But able to work around it for the save is Gorling. Getting the strikeout on 3 pitches of Caleb Johnson. Then the first pitch fly out to Ross Lovitch of Garrett Freeman. Nice work by the Renegades. They all shake hands. Just on to foul territory of the 3rd base side. And that is a 3-2 win. For the Jefferson City Renegades over the Carroll Merchants here at Merchants Park. Fun one there for the visiting squad. Brendan Malpey will get the win, pitching six innings for its two runs. Just had the one strikeout, but was very effective. And then Carter going on for the save. Ruled as giving up the one hit, did not give up any runs and had the one strikeout as well so not often you win a game and pitch as well as a renegades did with having just two strikeouts but they found a way to get it done i would assume a very quick turnaround before we get to game two but regardless i'm gonna head to a very quick break and then i will be back to wrap things up here in just a moment and preview a little bit of game two stay with us
8: the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society
11: better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes, Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Ransom Plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct.
1: You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Cartier. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmer's Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Haslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.
2: All righty. It is a happy post-game show for the Jefferson City Renegades and our listeners here on the Show Me Sports Network as they have taken the first game of this doubleheader by a final score of three to two in seven innings. Hope everyone enjoyed the broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt here to break down a little bit of what we just heard and what I just saw here from Carroll, Iowa at Merchants Park. This game got started very early for the Jefferson City Renegades thanks to Ty Willensmeyer getting on first with a single, making it to second, then stealing third and scoring on an error. That would be the first run of the ball game. Renegades would jump out to a 2-0 lead in the top of the second after a base on ball by Brennan Perkins. He would come all the way around to score on RBI single. Ty Willensmeyer once again being involved there in both the first two runs of the game. Merchants would cut into that lead with a run in the bottom of the second inning. Coming on a single by Hunter Reed, who would then come around to score later in that inning. And then once again, Renegades would jump back up by two in the top of the fourth inning after Hunter Sherman would come around to score All the way from second base. That would be all the runs that the Renegades would need. As even though they didn't score on the 5th, 6th, and 7th. The pitching really, really locked it down. Even though the Merchants got one more run. That coming in the 4th inning. The final 3 innings of pitching by this Renegades pitching staff. Was absolute beauty to watch as a fan, as a broadcaster. And hope everyone got to enjoy what we just heard and saw. Braden Malpey gets the win for the Renegades. 6 innings, only the 1 strikeout, but A lot of weak contact. 4 hits, 2 runs allowed. And then Carter Gorling with the save for the Renegades. One inning pitched, one strikeout, and just one hit allowed. So especially when we look at the 5th, 6th, and 7th innings. 5th inning, had the leadoff single by Jordan Mathewson. Then Malby really got down to business with the line-out, fly-out, and ground-out. Mathewson never left first base. Then 6th inning, the final inning of the night for Malby Got a line-out, a fly-out, and a ground-out. 3-out, three 3-down. Three and then the last inning, a flyout to start the inning. He let two runners on there and right after that on a hit and a hit by pitch. But then followed that with a three pitch strikeout. Three, I think, of the best located pitches we may have seen by either pitcher all night long. To Caleb Freeman, done the first pitch, fly out into foul territory. Ross Lulovich glides over to make the catch, and that's the old ball game. Renegades win it 3 to 2. So a really fun one, and we should be back really, really soon. It's 6 19. Game was really supposed to start right about this time or a few minutes early, but they've got a f- They've got to clean the field. They're currently covering the mound out there and fixing the dirt, so maybe planning for a little bit of rain. If I look out beyond the left field wall, the clouds are certainly much, much darker out in the distance. Haven't gotten a chance to check the forecast, but I assume they think the, the rain is on the way, and we'll see how that affects the second ball game. They have got cover for the fans, so pretty much all the fans here are staying, realizing how soon the second game of this is going to start. But I believe that's going to be it for me. that's, That's about all we have from this first game. Low scoring, but a really, really fun one from a couple of teams that I've had some high offensive outputs in the first couple of games of the season but not today so far. Pitching was dynamite and the Renegades get the win. We'll be back though before the start of the next game once we get the lineups and the starting pitchers to preview some more baseball. After today's first game of the doubleheader, Jefferson City moves to 2-2. Two two. So after the two deflating losses to start the season, not necessarily deflating but two losses, losses losing 6-3 and 10-0, they jump right back at the walk-off win last night and then win here today by a run. So two one-run victories in a row and then Carol Mertz who are just putting up run after run, 3-0 and on the season, gets stifled here on the offensive side in the first seven innings today, only putting up two runs and lose this one to fall to 3-1. and one. Well, it's been an absolute blast for me. I've really enjoyed it, and I hope everyone here did too. I hope you stay with us for the nightcap of this doubleheader. We've got seven more fun innings to play, and we'll be back with that very, very soon. That's all for me here from Merchants Park. I'm Ben Schmidt, and I will see you all later tonight for some more Renegades baseball.